0: Hi, and welcome to Unfailing Love with Kim. You know the drill. If you haven't got your coffee yet, put me on pause, go get it, and I'll meet you on the couch. Hi, and welcome back to Unfailing Love with Kim. We're going to do our verse of the week, and it has been a little while, longer than I expected since I was here last, but I'm going to do a couple episodes in a row here, so we'll be on track for at least a couple weeks. So, our scripture of the week comes from 1 Corinthians 13, chapter or verse 13, and it says, And now these three remain faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Talk about that a little more on the other side. Hi, and welcome back to Unfailing Love with Kim. We are going to talk a little bit today about, well, my husband and I's marriage. And throughout the whole podcast, I sprinkle that in. There's a few um, of the podcasts that have our story in it in the early part of the first season. So if you haven't listened to that, I I recommend you do that so you know where we're coming from. But I'll talk a little bit about that today, but just a little bit. we just recently celebrated our 35th wedding anniversary and i am just to say that is like what Um, we know how old we are that doesn't seem to bother us too much but to hear 35 years we've really been together that long and i would love to say that it's all 35 years we're happy but i will tell you they were not and the reason they were not is because we didn't understand how to love we hadn't experienced Christ's love at that time and we didn't, we didn't understand that that's what our love should be for our spouse, for our kids, for our parents, for our siblings, for our coworkers, for strangers. That kind of love is what God calls us to do always. So I'm just gonna read through First Corinthians 13 and then we'll just chat for a while. So you guys all know this, it's the love chapter and I use parts of it all the time. And so I'm just gonna read through it. Um, If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but I do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. There are so many scriptures on love in the Bible. I just went to this one because we all know it. And I just really wanna talk about um, Gemini's journey. It has been a journey. I will say when we first got married, um, well, let me go back to when we first got engaged. My husband was still married to his first wife when we got engaged. They had been separated for, for like six months, did not plan on re- getting back together, but still. I was engaged to a married man. Now, I say that I was not a Christian at the time. I was young and just Twitterpated by my, my soon-to-be husband. Of course, he went right to work getting the divorce and we were married about a year after we got engaged. Now, let me take you back just a little farther. We knew each other for all of three weeks when we decided we were gonna get married. Three weeks, that's right, three weeks. <laughs> I was at the time that we got engaged, I was 19 years old, (coughs) um, out on my own for the first time. And he was 26. And again, he'd been married. He was still married in the process of divorcing and he had two children. Now remember, I was 19. His daughter, his oldest at the time, I think at the time we were engaged, she was 10. So there are nine years difference between us, which was unusual to start with for sure. And he also had a son. He still has a daughter and a son, excuse me. It's not like they're not there anymore, they are. And so we had a, a long road ahead of us to start our marriage out in. I do not recommend starting your marriage out in, in those circumstances. And we had not met Christ yet. know, I believed in God, but I didn't really know what that meant um and he had been baptized a mormon and was no longer a mormon but he didn't ever really so much practice the religion he was young when he was um baptized in the church and when he got a little older and and got into an argument with somebody at the church he decided that the rules were just too tough he couldn't live by them so he left and we got married and it was awesome for a little bit. <laughs> My husband was a truck driver, he's a truck driver now, but we lived out at a hay cube mill. And we were supposed to have this tra- trailer that came with the, the job. I also was gonna be working in the office and we got there and they were not ready for us to move in. And he, we have all our stuff. Finally, um, the people are out and we're able to move in and the air conditioner quit. Now. Some of you know the area I live in. If you do not understand where I'm at, some people hear Washington and they think Seattle, not here. We are a desert and in the summer times we get well over triple digits and we're living in this um, trailer that is just absorbing all the heat and we didn't get the part for the air conditioners on back order for a very long time. So we went most of the way through the summer with just miserable heat in our place, and where we lived was, like I said, at a hay cube mill on a, out in a farming area, and we were a good forty minutes from, like my family, and so yeah, it was, it was very challenging, right, to start with, and Jim would be gone, um, at night because that's when he drove, and so I would hear all kinds of sounds, and then. Um, the little metal plate that's on the bottom of the doors of the old trailers um, somehow came off. And if you think of hay, you might also think of mice. And so I would be sitting on the couch terrified by myself as these little mice just crawled underneath my door and came right inside. And so it was, (coughs) we started out with some challenges for sure. And as we went along, um, after our kids were born, we just kind of really started falling apart from each other. Part of it was because he was on the road so much. And and part of it was we just plain didn't get along. Um, my husband had quite a temper back then and I would get really emotional. And so when I cried, he'd yell. And when he yelled, I cry. It was quite the the fun time. And at one point we were really just at a the lowest level you could think of um i actually prayed for him to hit me so i'd have a reason to leave, live because, or leave because i didn't understand um i didn't feel like i could leave just because of the verbal abuse and he never actually hit us he just hit walls or you know threw things across the room that kind of thing he never actually hit us so i felt like i couldn't i couldn't walk out and maybe that was for the best because i don't know how we would have come back together otherwise and we were sitting and we had, I mean, our conversations were nothing but yelling and screaming at each other and, or silence. And we had been pretty silent for a long time. And for some reason, I don't even remember how it came up, but one of us said, you know, I think we should really go to church for the kids. Actually, I think I said that because Jim has said, I never intended to go to church. I intended to send them to church. So, <laughs> But our son heard us and he was young at the time, like three, four years old. And he went, he was over playing with the neighbor kid, a couple houses down. And he tells this kid, so my parents were talking about us maybe starting to go to church. And the other kid goes, oh, that's so cool because my dad's a pastor and we have church in our house. And God had such a sense of humor because he knew, he knew that we couldn't say we weren't home because they could see our car. If we said we were sick, they'd be coming over to anoint us with oil and pray over us. I mean, we just he knew that we couldn't get out of this. So we went and we went the first time and we came home and I asked Jim, I said, so what do you think? And we both busted out laughing because these weird people were raising their hands and as they sang these songs and it was just so bizarre. Well, we've been, we're we're the hand, well, especially me. I'm the hand raiser, he is at times um, now, but at the time we didn't understand it. And so we started going to church and then the church moved to another building. And by then we were somewhat invested and we went and we'd been going for a little while. And Jim was signed up to go to this men's retreat. And he, he, he was in a bad place, I was in a bad place just because we were going to church did not mean that anything had gotten better between us. Um, if anything, it separated us that much more because we weren't walking the same with christ at that time anyway he went to go to this retreat and things were so bad at home that he didn't want to be there and i didn't want him there and he told god he was going to put everything he had in the truck or he said it something needed to change sorry something needed to change or when he got back he was going to put everything he needed in the truck and he would come home whenever he was ready to and he used some colorful language with that but Um, And he meant it. He was going to go on the road and we wouldn't see him. And that would have been fine with me. But something changed there. He went to this retreat and every session they had had a session on marriage. And so he went to all all of these marriage sessions and God was really working on him. And when he got back, we crawled into bed and I was just ready to turn my back on him and go to sleep like usual, but he said, "Um, one of the places, one of the sessions that I went to challenged us to do this, so I'd like to do it with you. I'm like, okay. He goes, they challenged us to ask you to tell us everything that you don't like about us or that we do. And he will tell you it was a good hour and a half, two hours later, maybe longer, when I finished giving him the list. And he said, I can't promise I can do everything, but I'll try. And he began a journey of really following Christ <clears throat> and trying to love me the way God says we should love each other. And I treated him horribly because I didn't believe it. I thought it was just a whatever. This is short term. He's going to turn right back into the, the jerk that he's been. And for a year, he loved me. He loved me. He loved me. And for a year, I rejected him, rejected him, rejected him. And finally, God got a hold of my heart after a year of him loving me. And he said, okay, I gave you what you wanted. It's your turn. So that's when I began my journey of loving my husband. But I didn't really fully understand what that meant. And I still don't. There's no way for us to fully understand God's love. But we can try, we can strive for it. And God doesn't just sit back and say, oh yeah, I love you. God is active in our lives. And we need to be actively loving our spouse in the same way. And so we began that journey back. And I will tell you, it's been close to half of our marriage now. That Oh, more than half of our marriage. That we have been on this, on this track of loving each other as Christ loved us. As Christ does love us. As God does love us. And so it's not always easy. But the whole point of loving like Christ. Think about what Christ did for us. People always talk about the cross. And yes, absolutely the cross. But you know, God he's up there in heaven where it's beautiful. And he came down here to earth where sin resides, clothed in flesh, so that he could show us how to love. He could show us how to live. And then, yes, he was spit upon, cursed upon as he hung on that cross after he'd been beaten, bloody, And he was crucified on the cross. And even while being crucified. He forgave. One of the others on a cross beside him. Then after he was gone from this earth. He went down and he. Fought the devil. And he came back with us having. The ability to have everlasting life with him. That was what his sacrifice was about. And what a love that is. So as we live our lives as married couples, we should be giving our spouse love through sacrifice. That means that it's not about us, it's about them. And if there's only one of you living that way right now, might take a year, but I bet it'll change. And then when you both get on the same page of loving each other that way, putting the other first always, what an incredible marriage you'll have. And I say that because we do. I so enjoy spending time with my husband. I enjoy making lunches for him. I enjoy cooking for him, cleaning for him, whatever he needs, I enjoy doing that for him. And it means the world to him. Just like when he does things for me, it means the world to me. I feel cherished. And that's what we should do for our spouse. We should make them feel cherished. There's um, an author that writes some Christian um, romance novels that myself, my mom, my kids, everybody, well, my daughters, I guess I should clarify that, love these books. And in one of the books, she talks about, um, she's telling her, not her, the character's telling her daughter that she should be, she should not settle for a man until there is a man who seeks after her as a man in a desert seeks after water. And that's how we should be with our spouse. We should we should pursue them in that way, with that kind of passion, that kind of love, that kind of sacrifice. The greatest of these is love. It is. I'm going to tell you right now, the love we have is amazing. And we're about to enter into a new... Era, a new ministry, and we're so excited. Um, It has to do with uh, premarital coaching and marriage mentoring and just really being a part of that and really excited about that. And so, if you all could pray for us for that, that would be fantastic that God just works through us. We don't, it isn't about us, it's about um, watching the amazing things God's going to do through us. So, that is, um, that's something coming up new. And it's, you know, 35 years, 35 years. And more than half of it, we spent loving each other. But that means there was a lot of years we spent not loving each other. If you're new in your marriage, start this now. You don't want to go through those times when you're not loving each other, when you feel alone within your marriage, when you feel hurt, when you feel deserted. Don't allow that to happen. And the way you don't allow it to is you begin, you begin praying and reading your word if you're not, and you begin loving your spouse, not just with words, but with actions, with expecting nothing in return. My phrase here is love regardless. Love regardless of how you feel, regardless of how they feel, regardless of what they deserve, regardless of what you deserve, regardless of anything, love your spouse. And don't let it stop there because God calls us to love our enemies and our neighbors, not just our spouses, but your spouse is the most important relationship, earthly relationship that you can have. Your family falls in next. But when you're at work, if you show God's kind of love, you'll be amazed what happens there as well. So I just wanted to share a little bit of that and just kind of go over our our history a little bit. Like I said, that's just a small overview of our history. Go back and listen to um, the first season. Fairly early episodes, you can go back and look through them and it'll tell you where our story is. So um, if you have not listened to that, go back and listen to it. And I'm going to go ahead and pray us out of here. And I just, I'm just so blessed to be back with you guys. So if you want to get a hold of me, you can send an email to unfailinglovewithkim at gmail.com. Or you can send me a message on Facebook at Unfailing Love with Kim. Or hang on just a second, I'm gonna pull up, um, pull up my podcast number. I don't use it that often, but you can call and leave me a message at 509-537-1191. You can also leave a message on the Anchor app or at anchor.fm.org. And you can leave me a message in any of those places and I'll be happy to get back with you. So let's just pray this out. Father God, I just thank you that you have allowed me to enter into the people's homes and that you work through me and teach them about love and that you have led Jim and I into a, a love like you desire for us. So Lord, I just I just ask that for anybody who's listening right now or anybody else that they might touch, that you would, work on their hearts to understand what it means to truly love your spouse. And I thank you, Lord God, for this podcast. I thank you for our new ministry that's coming along. And I just thank you that you are God. And whether things look good or things look bad, it doesn't matter because you are always good. Just want to trust in you and believe in you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. God bless. And I'll see you soon.